0: Hello everyone, welcome back once again to non secular Nerds. Tonight we're going to need you to make sure your web shooters have plenty of ammo and watch out for any stray symbiotes, because we're talking Spider-Man. Joining me as always is your friendly neighborhood Ian. How's it going, bud? Uh, I'm not doing too bad.
1: Uh, obviously my uh, partner in crime and fellow uh, web surfer and slinger, hey, uh, Tim, is with me tonight. Uh, so yes, as he said, we are talking Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man. Marvel's... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Probably, we should probably copyright or uh, you know, credit to them. We're gonna get sued. <laughs> right. um, uh,
0: anyway, uh,
1: Spider-Man. Um, Marvel's. Uh, you know, You know,
0: ball, poster, poster, ball crawler. Poster child. Uh,
1: poster Yeah, one of, of the one of the poster children of of Marvel. Uh, originally debuting in 1962 in uh, Amazing Fantasy number 15. Um. So, Spider-Man was uh, obviously the creation of the legendary uh, Stan Lee and uh, writer, uh, uh, writer-artist Steve Ditko. Yep. Um, two, two
0: legends in their own rights.
1: Correct. Uh, you know, this was back in the, the golden era of, of, uh, you know, of Marvel Comics. And if you think about it, really, 1962, uh, at the debut, uh, was almost 60 years ago. Yeah, I, I I know, I know. Where? Uh, I mean, it premiered in August of 1962, so we are at oh. uh, pretty much exactly 59 years since Spider-Man first Man. debuted. Um, so given that, I, I have a feeling that will probably that Marvel will probably do some kind of shout out
0: to him next year. Oh, I mean, something uh, pretty big. Yeah, they'd absolutely um, have to. I mean, and and that just kind of goes to show like the longevity of that character that. Like Spider Man is one one of the Marvel characters that like, to my knowledge anyway, they've never cancelled any of his any of his publication. like like a lot of the other uh superheroes and whatnot, there was always periods where like they may have dropped, you know, the they dropped the comic for a couple months or some some characters years. Spider Man to my knowledge has been he's been one of their breadwinners.
1: Yeah, I mean he's always been a very successful uh character. I think, you know, he represents something odd and you know, kind of the. It, 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 He's also debuted, remember, as a teenager,
0: right? So, yeah.
1: teenagers in comic books weren't as common back then.
0: Hmm. Um, you know, it typically... was always older characters because they, you know, they didn't want to put, you know, effectively kids into a lot of those like situations. Like, I mean, comics have dealt with, you know, death, you know, uh, you know, war, tragedies. I mean, like, look at Captain America as an example. I mean, literally, it was a character created, admittedly, as war propaganda, but still. You know, he had a deal, you know, in his debut era of, you know, World War II and everything involved in that. um, Oh, yeah. They wouldn't really, I mean, they they had Bucky debuted as a teenager. But, like, they didn't really like putting younger characters in those situations as much, anyway. Correct.
1: They were, they were definitely, um, they were typically relegated as, you know, sidekicks. Yeah. Again, Bucky was a sidekick. Robin was a sidekick. On the
0: DC side of things, yeah. Yeah, on the DC side of the house. That's what teenagers were. They were were the protégés. They were, you know, the Batman, or the Robin to whoever's whoever's Batman, you know?
1: Right, and now, and nowadays, you know, Batman's just like, well, uh, another Robin died.
0: Alfred, give me another one out of the closet. (laughs) Fetch a Robin from the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, and you're seeing, you know, more teenage characters. Like, you know, you've got, uh, you know, Kamala Khan. Is a teenager. Mm-hmm. You've got Miles Morales, who is kind of going back to that teenage Spider-Man.
1: Um, uh, if we go back to, I mean, if we even go alternate universe, uh, Ghost Spider or Spider Gwen.
0: Yep, yep. she was um, formally known, you know, yeah. she's
1: yeah. She she was a teenager when she
0: gained the powers. She, I think, in the universe now, she's a college student. I believe. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, so. that's one of the weird things. Like, we should probably preface this by saying we are by no means comic book experts. We're just you know two fanboys. Um, there. Are, if you go into all the different timelines and you know stuff like that, and for more information on timelines and multiverse, check out our prior episode about Loki, um, <laughs> or the, our What If episode. Which, uh, by exactly. the way, by the way, I want to shout out. Have you seen the newest episode of What If? Uh, I just actually started the series tonight. Okay, so well, when you get to episode three, we kind of called that one. Okay, so I just want to throw that out there for you. Um, For those of you that haven't seen What If or Loki yet, absolutely watch them. They are a a good primer into the multiverse, which, going back to Spider-Man, ha, see how I looped that around there. Uh, The new Spider-Man trailer, as of the time of recording, debuted earlier this week. Uh, Ian and I have both watched it, I assume, multiple times at this point. I know I have. Uh um, yeah,
1: just kind of picking apart uh, picking apart that trailer trying yeah. to, to glean any bits of information out of it uh that and, you can. And if you're if you're a person that is against watching trailers, you might want to, you know, skip ahead a little bit here yeah. cuz we're probably going to go we're I mean we're we're obviously jumping from the beginning to the end uh yeah. right now, but <laughs> you know, we're going to kind of delve into uh Spider-Man in the the MCU and his latest uh trailer, latest um yeah. Movie uh, coming out here soon. Um, Spider Man No Way Home. No Way Home. Yep. Uh, which it, it, it's funny to me that all of the Spider Man movies have home in the titles at some point. Right. Well, some it's,
0: it's, I, I like to think that, I mean, Spider Man as, as a cinematic character is still a Sony owned property, but they have been nice enough to work with Marvel. And by nice enough, I mean the paychecks were fat um, to allow Spider Man to appear in the MCU as a Marvel character. I'd yep. like to think that the home titles are kind of like a subtle nod of, Hey, Spider- Spider-Man's home, guys! He's, he's back with Marvel, even though he's not fully. But, anyway, I digress. Yeah, um, and there's there's been... A, I'm sure
1: you've seen the rumors floating around the internet of Disney kicking around just buying Sony.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they did, because, I mean, apart from... Actually, no. the The Spider Man family are the only Marvel properties that they, I mean, there's still that whole thing with, uh was it Paramount and the Hulk, but Spider Man's the only one that they don't fully own at this point. Other than other yeah. than like I said, Hulk, because I mean, you've got Sp- Spider Man, Venom, all those associated characters are Sony's thing. They own Fox, which had all the the X Men and the various mutants, Blade. Spider-Man's it. I mean, if they don't buy Sony, I can see them still forking out a bunch of cash just because they'll, they'll make their money back on, on having Spider-Man permanently MCU. They'll make their money back. Oh, easily. yeah. I
1: mean, the, li- the, the licensing, the merchandising. Oh, yeah. All, all the, the toys, uh, the comics, the, the personal inner thigh massager, well, all of I that. Mean, I mean, admittedly, so Sony themselves only have the movie rights to Spider-Man. Yes. Marvel still maintains comic book rights to the Spider-Man, but, and also I, I believe I, TV show rights too, I think, because yes,
0: they, they are producing shows. I, I think, though, that if it is merchandise based off the movies, though, Sony, I believe, don't quote me, I believe Sony still gets a very large percentage of that if it's based on a cinematic property.
1: Right. That's fair. I mean, so the the, the net of it, though, is that I just looked it up. Sony's net worth is estimated at about forty five billion US right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and their sales are worth about seventy billion. So they you know, they continue to maintain yes. Now is is that
0: is this Sony in general or just Sony or corporations.
1: Okay, so that's Sony
0: corporations Everything. Network. Okay. Yes, that is everything. I, I didn't know if that was just their film division or the entire company. If that's their entire company, I figured they'd be worth a lot more than that kind of depends. Yeah. Um well, I mean, cuz you think they they've got their they've got their film division, they've got their electronics division, they have their PlayStation division. They've got I mean, they like Sony's kind of got their hands all over the place. So it's it's kind of I figured it would be more like the 7 to 800 billion. But I mean, well, I mean, yeah, it it kind of
1: depends. I mean, right now Disney is uh listed on the stock market. Uh, their their market
0: cap is is worth 350 billion. Really? Uh-huh. That is oddly... Well, I mean, then again, like, okay, I know we're we're getting into stocks here, which I, I can hear Reddit, uh, you know... Stonks. Do you, you, you smell stocks? Um, <laughs> Stonks. I'm not going to lie. Like, I bought a bunch of Disney stocks when everything tanked in 2020 because, like, Disney had to close all their parks. So, like, I imagine that number is low because th- their parks still have not really recovered from from being shut down all of last year. Um, per- well, that's actually
1: that was actually a resurgence. That's their resurgence number. Uh, really, their their market cap was actually down almost half of that earlier this year. Uh, which, if you think about all the money in the world, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, hundred and fifty billion dollars versus you know three hundred and fifty billion dollars. Right. You know, at that point you're just at that point you're just trying to figure out. It's like, oh well, I guess I'm gonna have to shut down the uh, the Scrooge McDuck bin in Kabul or something,
0: right? Or you know, cancel Ducktales. Woo. Well. Anyway, uh, so getting back to Spider-Man though, um, yeah, we are like Ian said, gonna be talking about you know the new Far From Home trailer. I'm sure he he and I have not talked about our speculations yet, but I know we're gonna get pretty heavy into that. So if you haven't seen the trailer yet definitely you know go out and watch it uh you know we'll catch you in a future episode or you know we'll catch you back on this one uh hopefully um but yeah so Spider-Man um as far as the MCU goes like he first appeared in Civil War and it was from what i've read it was very much a last minute like down to the wire thing to get that to happen and it, i mean it was it was it was very brief you know he was just in the uh the airport fight scene but i do like the fact that in the the first MCU Spider-Man movie um Homecoming, they do reference that and you see that fight from Peter's perspective, which is kind of a nice you know, it's that it's Marvel doing more of that world building of tying in that yes, these events are they do affect one another. All of our movies are all interconnected. So I thought that was a nice little touch that, you know, you, you kinda got to see, you know, Peter recording on his phone, guys, guys, guess where I am? Ah you know, and you know, getting all yeah. hyped about it. Um, because they are very much going back to the teenage Spider Man, which uh, don't get me wrong, I I the prior two Spider Man movie franchises, I, I enjoyed both of them. They were good as separate things. There were things I liked about each, there were things I didn't like about each. Um But I like the fact that we are getting a younger Spider Man who seems to be staying as younger Spider Man. Um like in the uh the first Spider Man series, you know, he was in high school, but they kinda moved past that really quickly. You know, they moved to graduation all that. This Spider-Man is still very much a high schooler. I mean, technically he's been in high school for like eight years at this point because of the uh, the snap and everything. The blip. The uh, blip. The blip. Um, but I, I like that because we're getting... All the other, you know, mainline Avengers characters are all older characters. You know, they're all, right. you know, long out of college even. So it's nice to kind of see that more more grounded character... And more, he's more of the everyman of this group. Because, I mean, there's literal gods in, in the Avengers. But it's nice to see somebody who, like, his focus is just, you know, on a small part of New York. You know, that's his stomping grounds. He's not, you know, he's not, you know, pulling an Iron Man and going all around the world stopping wars. He's not pulling, you know, a full of uh, Avengers ensemble. And, you know, I mean, granted, he did in, in uh, the Infinity, uh, the last two Infinity War, uh, Infinity War and Endgame. He did help literally save the universe. But apart from that, he's a very much a grounded character, which I think is one of the reasons I like Spider-Man as a character. Because while it is cool to see, you know, like the Guardians of the Galaxy going out and stopping, you know, planet, you know, destroying warlords, it is nice to have somebody who is just as, you know, willing to stop, you know, an overpowered supervillain as he is to help a cat out of a tree. You know, he is literally your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And I like that yeah. they're going back to his roots for, for the MCU version of it. Yeah,
1: and you know, Spider Man's always been um... part of his character quirks, his character traits. Is you know, he's he's talkative. He, he's, you know, <laughs> that might he be talks another reason I like him. He, he he throws quips. He makes fun of his his rogues gallery. He, you know, he's really engaged in that in that way. Just kind of like Deadpool's the merc with the mouth. You know, yep. Spider Man is very much in that same vein. Yep. Um. And uh. This this the the Tom Holland version of Spider Man I feel is more awkward teenager like yeah. just doesn't know when like just can't lacks the capability to shut up yeah um he, he hasn't like learned his, like he hasn't learned his quippiness yet he I think he still has his quips hmm. they're just he's just he just tends to ramble and whatnot which right. is you know as you see in the MCU the characters frequently just like interrupt him or yeah. stop it or you just like you know just Hang on a second, kid. The adults are talking, right? Type stuff. Um, <laughs> so you know he's still kind of coming into it, but they—they, they, it's definitely a nod to that character trait, like oh, absolutely, his, his, yeah, his constant chatter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the older Spider-Man or Spider-Man or you know some of the other Spider-Men are definitely more, more direct in their quips. Like they're more, like they're definitely like slinging insults purposely yep. rather than just chattering on. Yep. Um so, you know, there's there's uh, some obvious character traits and I feel like they did a good job of of really kind of grounding that character like you said in the in the MCU. Yeah. Um so he's he's a fun character, he's an engaging character. I've I've enjoyed what they've really done with his with this universe's version of Spider-Man oh, absolutely, with you know yes. the treatment the treatment of Mary Jane, um of uh, MJ, sorry. Yep. She's not the red-headed bombshell that she's always been in, in right. the comic. You know, but, she's but, a But I, I,
0: I like the way that they're, they're, they're doing uh, this version of MJ, though, and, and Zendaya has done a phenomenal job of making that character, taking a familiar character and kind of flipping it. I mean, so yeah. like, kudos to her, kudos to all the writers, the directors. Um, they've done a really good job of giving us something familiar, but making it new. You know, so it's not the yeah. same thing we're seeing over and over. Well,
1: the same thing could be said about uh, Aunt May, yeah, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Um. Right. I mean, typically when you typically when you think of Aunt May, you think of an older lady. Yeah. You know, you know, a grandmotherly type, right? Yeah. Like. Yep. You know, not.
0: You know, not Marissa Tomei. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, which I mean, it's 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 kind of funny. I saw uh, when they, when the. Uh, Homecoming first came out. I remember I saw a meme that was... It showed the Spider-Man actors getting progressively younger in each one. And then it showed Aunt May getting progressively younger in each one. Then it said, next reboot. And it just showed a baby in a Spider-Man mask. And then it was... uh, I think it was like a picture of the Olsen twins from Full House as Aunt May. (laughs) I'm like, you know? That's not too far off. But uh, I I do like it. Because, yeah, Aunt May uh, has traditionally been, like you said... And, you know, an elderly woman, more, more grandmotherly. I think it was, uh, which Spider-Man cartoon was it? Um, I don't remember, but there was one where Aunt May, like, she was maybe at her most in her 50s. So, I mean, she was, she, you know, she had the, you know, the distinguished silver hair of an older, older woman, but, like, would go to, like, yoga classes and Tai Chi and would, like, volunteer in, like, community outreach things. So she was still very youthful. But she still had that, that kind of elderly, world-wisened uh, sense about her. I mean, even uh, even Spider-Verse's Aunt May still, you know, was the same kind of thing, is, is she had the wisdom that comes with age, but still had the tenacity of somebody, you know, 30 years her, her younger. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how much of that influenced, or how much of that is influenced by the MCU Spider-Man's Aunt May. And how much of that is is just kind of them updating the character across the board, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at uh, into the Spider Versus I mean, they're really cast of characters, right? You know, we have Spider Men oh. from multiple different universes here. You know that that universe's Aunt May is not the is not the Aunt May from the comic book universe. That Ex-
0: it's,
1: yep. it's a different universe. So, um
0: it's it's technically you know, the it, ant-may from the closest would be the ultimate storyline which is where where Miles Morales got his debut was in the ultimate's line
1: right yep. right um so there uh that ant-may is it could draw from multiple different, you know, threads. They could I don't think they've actually defined what universe that
0: one is. I would have to look it up. You would be surprised. There's there's alternate versions of characters that made like one appearance in a single panel of a comic in the '70s. That if you look it up, it's it's definitively this universe.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, Go, I mean, Ghost
1: Spider has her own universe, which she's now connected to the rest of the the universes. Yeah, well, thanks a, a, to... as is Miles. Yeah, right. As is Miles. I mean,
0: thanks to um, Madame Web, I think. There, it's it, 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 it got real. Marvel got really convoluted there for for a while when they were trying to go. All right, we're canceling this line, but we like these characters, so we're gonna bring them. We're gonna put them over here for right now. But then we're gonna take these characters that are the main line that we don't like. We're gonna put them over here right now. Now we're gonna smash all of this other stuff all together, and it's just it was it was weird. Um, Marvel, like some of their stuff is incredibly. I don't want to say hard to follow, but convoluted to follow. But in the end, they seem to have a really good payoff. Uh, As opposed to DC's kind of world-bending stuff, which... Everything's gone, but now it's back, because it was never gone. But it was gone, but it isn't gone. But now it's here. I mean, you
1: would know more about that than I do. I know that Flashpoint was kind of considered a turning point in their comics. Yeah. uh,
0: Um, I, yeah. I, I could do a whole episode myself ranting about Flashpoint and how... Things went there, but we're here to talk about about you know the sp- the man of spiders. Which fun fact? There is an alternate universe of Spider-Man that is literally a man made of spiders. It is a group of sentient spiders that all have a hive mind and think that they are Peter Parker. It's it's really weird, because like it can still talk, but it's literally a bunch of spiders in a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest thing ever, but uh... Huh. The Spider-Verse, you know, had a comic series, if we're going to be talking about that now, um, where they introduced a lot of different Spider-Men in that. Um, I mean, there's even been, like, like spin-offs and follow-ups to that, dealing with the the multiversal spiders, uh, the spider totems, as they were. Um, A lot of really interesting characters that, like, some of them you only see for a few panels, and they give you, like, a super brief, uh, this is who this person is, this is what universe they're from, blah. Some of them, like you see them in panels, and then that, that's it. You have no excuse me, no idea who they are, where they came from, any of that.
1: But no, I, mean, I mean, yeah,
0: you I mean look at look at
1: some of the characters from you know in, into the Spider Verse. Uh, you've got Spider Man Noir, who is uh, was amazing, by the way. Yes, Nicolas Cage.
0: Um, Wait, that Spider- was Nick Cage voiced him. Yeah, didn't you know that? No, I, oh my god, no wonder I loved him. I love Nick Cage. We've talked about this. How did I not know that was Nick Cage? He's amazing. Yeah, go, back, go, back, go, go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. I'm scene. going it's, to now. <laughs> yeah, it's Nick Cage. He was my favorite character in that.
1: <laughs> um, then you have, you know, Peter Porker or, you know, Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. Spider-Pig. Yeah, Spider-Ham. <laughs> Spider-Pig
0: um, is, is a different character. Yeah, um, sorry spider. No, yeah, wait he, that, that's owned by Disney now so we can talk about him. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, oh god. Is is
1: Plopper now
0: part of the Spider-verse? Okay. Technically, technically because like you've seen all of Loki, there is a variant of Loki that appeared on a one shot on Simpsons. So technically, there is a Marvel universe where at least the Asgardians are in the same universe as the Simpsons. If you True. want to get really out there on this whole uh multiverse thing. True. <laughs> um so, uh,
1: let's see who I mean obviously there's Miles, there's Spider-Gwen, uh there's uh Peter B Parker. Yep. Um there is uh uh May Park uh May Parker um
0: other Peter Parker
1: Other Peter Parker yep. uh the the blonde-haired blue-eyed Peter Parker. Yep. Um So I mean th- that's just Covering some of them yeah. from the into the spider verse I mean there's so many as Tim said there's a sentient spider man then there's uh a yep. uh man spider which is technically technically Peter. there's two,
0: there's two different man spiders uh, there's there's one that was was Peter when he like over mutated into a spider there's another universe I was just re- uh, reading on it that uh, about a week ago actually um where it's that universe's version of spider man uh, not named Peter Parker. But same thing, except he almost immediately mutated into the spider human form. Mm. But literally became a spider, like he was eating and killing people. Um, he laid a bunch of eggs through a spider bite in that universe's uh, version of Mary Jane in her neck. Like it was a very, very dark version of Spider Man. Um, that character, mm. died, yeah, that character died off really quick. Um, whatever the storyline was, uh, he died pretty quick uh but it was setting up the big bad for that so i'm kind of glad they started off killing that one because that's the stuff of nightmares right there let me tell you um um yeah
1: i mean so they've there's obviously and then there's spider people that aren't technically related to spider-man you know there's spider woman there's uh silk (laughs) yeah there's silk um
0: Oh, I'm trying to remember well, she, some of the other ones now. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, uh... His Scarlet Spider. Scarlet well, Spider, the Scarlet, it, yeah, the Scarlet Spider, technically, yeah. It technically is yeah, Peter, clone. but it isn't. Uh, I mean, there, yeah. there's uh, May Mayday Parker, who was uh, one of his daughters in an alternate future comic. Um, there's Spider Boy from the uh, Amalgam comics, which we will never see that character again, sadly. Uh, A Fusion of Superboy and Spider-Man. Um... Man, I love the Amalgam Comics. It's a shame Marvel and DC can't play nice, because those sold really well. Um, Yeah. Piss poor writing, but they sold really well.
1: They were Uh, fun, right? They were fun. You know, you had l- characters like you know Super Soldier, which yep. you know the the two Boy Scouts of the universe of the respective
0: universes. I mean, you, you, you had, had you Dark Claw. Yep. Yeah. Dark Dark Claw was like Dark Claw was too edge edge lord for me. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, I'm Batman no, I mean... with knives. Hey Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um... But, uh... I mean, yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, to 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 kind of round it all out, I mean, it's it really does speak to the popularity of the character that, like, literally they could go, all right, well, let's let's make Spider Man have blue skin and call him something different, and people will buy it. People will obsess over this new Spider Man. Um, Well, I mean, look at what they did with the with the symbiote. I mean, they did black suit Spider Man, Yep.
1: and the symbiote itself then spawned one of uh, Spider Man's, actually a few of Spider Man's most iconic you know, uh, antagonists who eventually become kind of anti-hero prota- well, one of them anyway, yeah, kind of become anti-hero protagonists, uh, which then, you know, morphs into, into other things, you know, and when I, of course, I'm referring to Venom, who's, yeah. you know, was, who this also mat- has a new movie coming up. Correct. Uh, you know, Venom, uh, then you've, he spawned his own multiple characters, you know, there, there was, uh, the, um, The Scorpion version of, or the Mac McGargan, or Mac Gargan, sorry, version of Venom. There was uh, um, Agent Venom.
0: Which, okay, uh, I I liked Agent Venom. I thought that was a really good take on the character, and I liked what they did with him. Plus, since he went out with the Guardians of the Galaxy for a while, they did a whole lot of, of character building for Venom, and giving us more of who the symbiotes are, where they came from, what their motivations are. Which, honestly, led into the introduction of, of one of, in my opinion, the best Marvel villains in recent history, which was... Uh... Oh my god, I forgot his name. Null. The, sy- the God of the Symbiotes. Um, which tied into Thor. Um, which, it's going to be interesting because he tied into a Thor character called Gore the God Butcher. Who Christian Bale has been confirmed to be playing in the next Thor movie. The weapon that he uses in the comics is a symbiote sword that was made by Null, the god of the symbiotes. So I'm wondering, I mean, it's, it's not, you could literally make that weapon be made by anybody else, change its story, and it wouldn't affect who Gore the God Butcher is. But there's going to be fans like me who go, I, I, I know where that thing came from. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, and I know,
1: realize we're kind of dovetailing yeah. a little bit here, but it'll be interesting to see what happens within the next Venom movie, because obviously in the next Venom movie, they introduce uh, Carnage, uh, yep. Cletus Cassidy, Um played by... Um, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, yep. yes. Uh, it, apparently it's just a memory night tonight. Um, I know, I know. We're, we're, we're like batting zero tonight. Right. Um, you know, Cletus Cassidy, uh Carnage... Um, obviously one of the more unhinged, uh, and you know, enemies and depending on the comic and the media, even more unhinged than you, than you might think of, um, you know, like there's some comics that, you know, he's almost like a trickster, like, you know, type, you know, he's pretty still unhinged and insane, but you know, it's more fun, (laughs) well, fun, and then and then there's other others. times it's evil shenanigans. Right. And then there's <laughs> other times that he turns his arm into a blade and just bifurcates by people. Yeah. I mean like I mean Clitus Cassidy is he's a murderer. I mean he's yes, he's, he's a, a psychopath. He's a psychotic serial killer. Yeah. So obviously having a, a symbiote,
0: uh, You're gonna have a bad you know. time. Yeah. 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 But I mean like I mean, and even uh you know other villains. I mean, you've gotten you know Doc Ock. You've gotten the Green Goblin. You know, and all the variations of that. All right, let me let me ask you this.
1: Yes. Who, in, in your opinion, this is we're going to go to this opinion time. Mm-hmm. Who is Spider-Man's most iconic uh, villain? Uh, like his his true nemesis. When you think Spider-Man, who do you who do you vision, envision him fighting?
0: Honestly, honestly, Doc Ock. Like, okay. don't get me wrong. Like, I think Venom is a fantastic character. But Venom is a character who we've seen, you know, stand against countless other heroes. Doc Ock has always primarily been a Spider-Man villain. He is... And he was also Spider-Man for a while. Yes, which, which I thought was a phenomenal arc, actually. Um, mm-hmm. To me, Doc Ock is to Spider-Man what Joker is to Batman. Yes, Joker and Doc Ock can stand on their own and do other stuff with other heroes. But at the end of the day, who do they go back to? They're, faith, they're faithful to their uh, respective heroes. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, because, yeah, again, I, I do like Venom. I mean, I like, I like almost all of Spider-Man's rogue gallery. He has Even though, like, 95% of them are all animal man, or animal woman, or animal person, or just animal. Uh, which I think is kind of fitting for a character who's also based on an animal. But Doc Ock, I think for me, is, is the iconic Spider-Man villain. What what about you? Like when you think Spider-Man, who what villain comes to your mind? For me it's Green Goblin. See, and that was a close second for me.
1: Green Goblin's and the reason I say Green Goblin is because of the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie with Willem Dafoe playing uh playing as Green Goblin because Willem Dafoe, I'm sorry is a oh perfect God. Norman yes. Osborn. Yeah, the
0: dude can do crazy, and he can do subtle crazy too. Yes, I mean, like, like you look at any movie he's in where he plays that kind of character, and he absolutely fricking nails it. Yeah, I mean, it. He he
1: was he was such a perfect Norman Osborn slash Green Goblin. Even had even like you even. When someone imagines Green Goblin nowadays, I'm I hear hear Willem Dafoe's voice whenever right. whenever someone does Green Goblin. It's that's that's who I hear in my in my my head canon. Like <laughs> when I'm reading a comic book,
0: I hear Willem Dafoe's voice. Yeah, I, I will give you that. But I will say, like Alfred Molina played a really good Doc Ock.
1: No, he did. He did a fantastic job at, at Doc Ock. I'm really really uh was really happy with his performance um and before we get too much further into that <laughs> yep um actually uh spider-man's first villain was the chameleon
0: oh yeah yep who who? like yep. i mean he's he's a neat character but like he's kind of a one-trick pony i mean yeah i mean
1: so he was the first and then followed by the vulture adrian dooms,
0: okay. yep which Who, I mean, like again, Vulture has has changed quite a bit over the years, but yeah, I like what they did with him in the MCU. That was a good debut. The original for him. Vul- yeah, the original Vulture is kind of you know Adrian
1: Toom's kind of like this old man, like grouchy old dude, like just right. not really all that. And you know, hangs around with birds, like not really. He's <laughs> why do I feel he, like that's going to be Kevin in a couple years? <laughs> uh, geez, he's going to, you know the Vulture the Vulture was baby. I am the pigeon. Right, the, the vulture was basically just one like heavyweight championship away from being Mike Tyson. I mean, um, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I I don't I don't like you, Spider Man. I'm I'm gonna hook you. Although, like, okay, speaking of speaking of head injuries, I was actually uh, I saw a thing recently about Doc Ock, where like he uh, like in I don't remember which comic line it was, but like he's effectively like the arms are the only thing moving him around. He's effectively just he's a living corpse at this point. And he explains that it's because I have literally been spending the last, you know, decades of my life finding a man who could throw a car with one hand with ease, who is punching me. I don't have superpowers. I have robot arms. Right. And, like, like it even shows, like, scenes, like, they, they took... Uh, and uh, redrew from older comics of Spider-Man hitting him, and they do, like, the Mortal Kombat x-ray thing, and you see, like, bones in his head breaking. You see hemorrhaging on his brain. And it makes sense that, like, yes, Spider-Man knows how to pull a punch. But even, you know, that's like saying, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Muhammad Ali knows how to pull a punch. Would you still get hit by Muhammad Ali if he, if he was saying he was going to pull his punch, Ian? Repeatedly for decades? No, thanks. Exactly. I, I mean, admittedly, Oh, if I had robot like arms, God, maybe, maybe
1: playing devil's advocate here, admittedly, he kind of keeps coming back exactly, like, yeah like it's not like he it's not like he's stopping yeah exactly like, it's, like, it's like, ow, that really hurt, I'm gonna go home
0: no, it's ah damn you spider man I'll <laughs> be back next week exactly same Spidey time, same Spidey channel right uh, a-
1: so yeah, um. Kind of jump back to Adrian Toomes. We were talking. We were just talking about we we had mentioned. You know, really liking the way they took him in uh into the in the MCU because he's not this doofy kind of just old, yeah. crotchy dude.
0: Like he's smart. Yes, well, like, I mean, like he's in, in, the, com- smart in and the comics. Calculating. He, yeah, in the comics. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't. a excuse me, a dumb guy. I mean, he actually. I don't remember if he developed it or if he stole the tech, but like. Originally, that was his whole thing is he had to steal life force from people like a vulture um to keep himself you know alive and then they later evolved that into well, he had terminal cancer and stealing his life force was the only thing keeping him alive and I don't know if they ever moved away from that, but it it was nice seeing a a refreshed look where it was he had a i mean not not to say cancer's not a good motivator but like he had a more clear cut motivation of he had this very well-paying job of, you know, cleaning up stuff. You know, his, his uh, demolition, construction, whatever you want to call it crew, they had a good thing going. And then, you know, uh, damage control, which is the MCU's, you know, superhero cleanup crew, stepped in and went, oh, yeah, you don't have jurisdiction, get out. Well, there goes his entire livelihood. That's, that's, that's his only skill set. He doesn't have anything. He did not know what to do beyond that, but he's smart. He's yep. smart, and he knows how to like he was he knew how to run a business he knew how to make plans he knew how to plan ahead on stuff, so it was a it didn't seem like too far fetched for a superhero movie it didn't seem too far fetched to hit for him to make that leap into this is all I know how to do, this is all these guys know how to do. let's just keep doing that on the side and let's sell this stuff while we're at it.
1: So enjoy in in that movie the inclusion of the of uh, the shocker's gloves. Yep, that was that I thought was a nice a nice nod. Oh yeah, um,
0: yeah. So kind of I, I had th- forgotten th- about the, the shocker glove, Walt, well, and then there was technically two shockers in that movie. <laughs> well, yes, yep, technically. Um, yeah.
1: So, uh, jumping back a little bit to to Doc Ock, you know, a, a fantastic villain is. You know, followed Spider-Man throughout his entire career, dogging him every step of the way, including into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Not
0: just as a brand new character, either. As Alfred Molina. Yep. Who, in an interview, and I'm not sure how much trouble he got in for this, but he said in an interview, no, this is the same Doc Ock from the uh, the Sam Raimi films. Yeah, which, and... which, like, I also want to point out the thing I just thought about technically not doc ock but his arms have appeared in every single version of spider-man because he was you know a villain in the sam raimi trilogy the arms appeared in a scene in uh, the amazing spider-man and now we're getting the reprisal of that character but we've also gotten a green goblin which is another fun little thing that popped up in the trailer green goblin has also been in at least in some version in every Spider-Man trailer, or Spider-Man movie at this point. Which is another fun thing. We'll, we're, we're obviously going to talk about the trailer at this point. We do see Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Hello, reappe- Peter. Hello, Peter. Uh, reappearing in this trailer. Also in the trailer, you see one of Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin's pumpkin bombs. And you distinctly hear his laugh in the trailer. Yes. So if Willem Dafoe's not in it his Green Goblin at least is. But I, I feel like at this point they would be doing the fans a disservice by clearly showing that exact pumpkin bomb. If we don't see Willem Dafoe's face in this, or at the very least have his voice like dubbed over a different guy in the costume, they would be doing the fans a severe disservice. It's Kid Goblin. <sighs> Not the Amazing Spider-Man version, right? Because that was horrid. <laughs> like I'll even take I'll, like this I'll even take James uh, Franco's uh you know Harry Osborn version of Goblin over that. And James Franco's kind of a an issue right now. Um yeah, yeah. We're, we're not going to get into we're not going to get into him. Um yeah. But it's 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 interesting cuz we know for sure that we're getting Doc Ock. We know mm-hmm. for sure we're getting a Green Goblin. We are more than likely getting an Electro because of what Jamie Foxx said and the fact there's so much electricity going on in that trailer. Yeah, I feel like we're also going to get Sandman because there were a lot of scenes in that where there was a lot of really heavy dust and stuff just blowing around. And you think it's going to be Thomas Hayden Church reprisal? I, w- I would really like it to be, especially since they're getting so many other actors that played these roles previously back. I would really like it. I liked his his... Uh, character, I liked his story arc, that he wasn't really a bad guy. He was just doing bad things, but for a good reason. He was doing it to, you know, to get to money to help out his daughter through her illness. Which I mean, yep. as a parent, like I, I can sympathize with that, you know. Um, but I mean, you know, let's see. Like I said, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Electro, possibly Sandman. Um, that's four members of a Sinister Six lineup. Now, people have said that in one of the scenes you do see Lizard in a cage, but it's, it's very dark. People have enhanced the image a little bit, and it's it looks like Lizard. So, I mean, there's maybe, I'll give that one a maybe on a five. Who's our sixth uh, Sinister Six member? I mean, there is technically still a Shocker running around. I mean, and he was on one of the Sinister Six lineups, if memory serves correct. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, we also have Vulture still running around. Yeah,
1: vulture's still running around. Um, you know the, the the so if we if we look at the founding members of the sinister sti- sinister sticks. Um, <laughs> uh, Come sailing away. I, I would have gone with Mister Roboto. but <laughs> <laughs> Domo Arigato, Mister Robot <laughs> Um So the the founding members were Doc Ock, yep. Electro,
0: Craven the Hunter. Yep, which Craven is getting a movie, but I mean that's that's Sony's Spider, right? Oh, um, they officially gave it a name. I think it's the, the Sony Spider-Man universe is what they're calling it for like I think so. for like Venom, Craven, and uh, Batman, um, Right. Morbius.
1: Oh, <laughs> <You're> like Batman? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we have uh, Mysterio.
0: Uh, Sandman, and okay. Vulture. Okay, now, there's a lot of fans going around saying that Morbius might not be dead. But, Morbius. Or, uh, yeah, Mysterio. Mysterio, thank you. Mysterio might not be dead. I mean, again, that's his whole thing. He is the master of illusion. In the comics, he has faked his own death, very believably, multiple times. Yeah. So, oh. I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal's presentation of Mysterio. I thought that was a phenomenal, updated take on it. I would love to see him come back. Because if you think about it, he, started, he got the ball rolling on the whole the world knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah. And Mysterio, like he has always been a character. He plays the long game. If that video was only supposed to be sent out at the time of his death, what does he stand to gain from it, other than revenge that he will never know if it actually happened? This is true. I I would like to see Mysterio come back and kind of, you know, be the one to rally the troops around this. But we do have, as the trailer shows off, we do have kind of a whole other thing to deal with. Peter is having to deal with the fact that everybody knows he's Spider-Man. You know, the authorities think he killed Mysterio. Everybody at school is is treating him very differently because they all know he's Spider-Man. The community is torn. There's people that think that, you know, like Jake Jonah Jameson says that he's a menace. There's others like, no, he's done good. But now everybody knows who to point the finger at. It's that kid. So he goes to the one and only Doctor Strange and says, hey, you know, you're a magic guy. Can you make everybody just forget that I'm Spider-Man? And Doctor Strange performs a spell and Peter's like, wait, wait, wait. Well, you know, MJ has to know. I mean, because like we've got this whole thing going on and you know, Ned's my best friend and Aunt May, you know, she has to know because, you know... Otherwise, she'll, she'll worry even more about me sneaking out all the time. And doing all this interferes with Strange's spell, which you see, you know, this the whole multiverse thing rip open, which I think you and I said it pretty early on. This whole phase of the MCU is going to be about multiverses, timelines, things like that. And they are definitely continuing that trend for everything except for Falcon and Winter Soldier. They fixed a the boat. um, But uh, you see the multiverse open up, and that's when, you know, Strange you hear his voiceover in the trailer of him telling Peter, you know, be careful what you wish for. You know, the multiverse is something that we, we don't really know a whole lot about at this point. Um, which brings me back to my, my point that I think I made la- uh, last week or two weeks ago about for somebody that draws all his powers from areas of the multiverse, he seems very ill-informed about it. I mean, but, I mean, this is still a, 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 not young in the sense of age, but a young in the sense of being in the line of duty. This is still a young Doctor Strange. He's not... Well, he's not the other, wise, the other component the other component of
1: Doctor Strange, and I again, dovetailing, uh, non sequitur, um, the other component of, of Doctor Strange, though, is in the comic books, he learns from the Ancient One. Yes. The Ancient One isn't dead. He, yeah. He, he exists in a mirror or something like that?
0: <laughs> it's Doctor Strange. I mean, who knows? Yeah,
1: so <laughs> the, the Ancient One still exists. In this universe, the Ancient One is dead. Yeah. Like Definitively. She's, she's dead. Yeah. Um, so there's there's just no, like, he's figuring this stuff out as he goes.
0: Which, which again, um, kudos to MCU because it's, that's a different take. I mean, if, if you look at Doctor Strange back in like the golden age of comics, he was so OP. I mean, like, the, well, I mean, he, he he, he was the definition of a deus ex machina. <laughs> I mean, he was, he is, the I mean, he,
1: yeah, he's just the, you know, the MCU, or not the MCU, but the the Marvel, you know, he's basically a, a god, yeah. you know. So, I mean,
0: I... Aim- you, I
1: mean, you shoot him, you you hit him with a sniper rifle from 1,500 meters, and yeah, he'll be
0: dead. Oh, no, assuming. no, no there, there's a spell for that. Yeah, probably. I mean, back, back in the day, that's pretty much, oh, I know the spell that will, you know. I, I'm dead, but my spirit is still alive, so I can still cast a spell while I'm a spirit to rewind time, step myself one foot to the right as the bullet launches, and you know, send him to the you know the the pits of Calcutta or whatever. I don't know. It's it's like Calcutta where the the monastery was that they.
1: Uh, okay, uh, okay. Tim Tim's trying to shush me. Um,
0: just... um, by the hoary host of Hagathian! we're talking about Doctor Strange. <laughs> Which we should be talking about Spider-Man. I know. Um, and in point of fact, bring me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> let's just, let's I saw, just. I saw, I saw a just... meme earlier that that you reminded me of. It's you know you know that meme where it's the girl laying on her bed texting the guy, and the guy's texting back, and it's usually one of them wants something thing A, the other is talking about thing B. It was, uh, the girl was lying in the bed and said, hey, did you get those, those sexy pictures I sent you? And the second one was J. Jonah Jameson. He goes, no, I wanted pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, let's, which, uh that, that's another recurring, uh, actor, uh, uh, yeah, which is where I was just going yes. to touch on this. Um,
1: uh, you know, in, in the original Raimi-verse, uh, Spider-Man universe, uh, it, uh, uh, the character was played by JK Simmons, who, who did is phenomenal spot on perfect <laughs> version yes. of J. Jonah Jameson. I am pretty sure it looks like the character like was is, amazing. is
0: definitively that character. If there was one actor who a character role was made for, it's it's him and Sam Jackson. I mean but the new Nick Fury was literally modeled after Sam Jackson, so that's that's kind of a cheat. But no, JK right. Simmons, uh-huh. he is the definitive J. Jonah Jameson and will always be. Right, and then they brought him back, yes, they brought him back well, and, and they, and they, they mo- once again they modernized the character because yeah. before you know he was the you know the, the big you know the big wig at the Daily bugle now he leads kind of a a uh, info wars for lack of a better description style podcast video show yeah and, and I mean that's that's kind of what he is, but he's still very much spider-Man as a menace and it, it's yeah. great to see him coming back into that I mean uh, into that role. Um, Which I, I love Which I, I'm wondering I would love nothing more With this new movie dealing with multiverses And bringing in past villains I would love nothing more than for them to de-age J.K. Simmons Do up the hair and everything Make him look like his, his Raimi-verse uh, 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 J. Jonah Jameson And have those two characters Have a little bit of interaction Where they look at each other Look at Spider-Man, look at each other That's a menace! Like just something stupid and simple. I would love to see classic considering, Jameson. Considering
1: Marvel's love to to throw in like nods to fans and everything else, what do you want to bet that they're gonna they're gonna do up? Uh, they're gonna recreate that Spider Man meme where there's just two Spider Men pointing at each other.
0: <laughs> oh my God! I hope so. Which okay? The let's talk about the elephant in the room. If we're gonna talk about multiple Spider Men now. It has been long rumored, and this is probably news to no one that's listening, but I still want to say it anyway. It has been long rumored that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to reprise their roles. The trailer gives no indication. Like, I have watched it countless times. I have watched uh, YouTube, like, literally frame-by-frame frame walkthroughs looking for everything they can. The trailer, and kudos to Marvel for this, they have given no inclination that those two actors are anywhere in this film. Now, I mean, both, sure. both of them have publicly said, no, I am not in this movie. Thank you for asking. No, I am not in this movie. Please stop asking. But, like, at this point, I, I'm, I'm almost, part of me is almost worried that it's going to be another WandaVision where everybody is hyping them, everybody is hyping themselves up for Mephisto, who was nowhere to be found. I'm worried that this is going to be another one of those things where everybody's hyping themselves up for three Spider-Men and we won't see any of them. Now, do Just, I think that will take away from the film? No. Do I think I that'd think be really be freaking cool dis- though? Yes. I think it'll be a mild disappointment for some of us, but yeah. admittedly,
1: I mean, we're already getting Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Yeah. We're theoretically getting Willem Dafoe yep. as Green Goblin. Yep. We are uh, we are more know, than
0: likely getting Jamie Foxx as Electro.
1: Right. Yep. So I mean, we've got we've got a good rogues gallery. We have probably, I mean, we the only on-screen portrayal of Vulture, but you know, the I best mean. one. Yeah, I uh, mean, the the best one that we could have gotten. Yeah. Um. So there's, you know, there's a lot. Uh, we're already getting a lot in this movie, yeah. what I'm fearful of is is the curse of threes, where yeah, once if they get if you get more too many villain, like a too many villain subplot, it just ruins the movie. I mean, look at, look at uh, the amazing, Spider-Man 3, look at the amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, the Andrew Garfield version, they had Rhino, they had Electro, um,
0: didn't they have another one? Wasn't there another villain in that? I, I, truthfully, I don't remember the second Amazing Spider-Man, to be honest. Uh, I don't remember. Like, I liked the first one, I didn't care as much for the second one.
1: Well I mean the first admittedly the first one also had uh Dennis Leary in it as Captain I mean, Stacy. So you can't go wrong we, with Dennis. You, you know me, I like Dennis Leary. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um so I mean there's a lot that's potentially going on yeah. with the the next movie and I think we can be we can be happy in what we're going to get and I think we just need to we you know this is kind of a I'm going to soapbox for a little bit. <laughs> the fan fandom out there let's Let's cut them a little slack. You know, we're asking... A lot. We as the fans are asking for quite a lot. You know, we want a fantastic movie with all of these characters, with,
0: you know, all of these working parts, and it's really hard to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, you know, the final battle with Thanos, they had to split that into two films. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and... there's even fans who are going so far as to say, oh, well, the multiverse is opened up. Venom's going to be in the movie. You know, it's like, uh maybe not, you know, oh well Morbius. They showed Spider Man in that Morbius trailer. So Morbius is gonna be a, uh, probably not. I mean you're you're stretching a little too Mephisto Okay, now we're just stop, stop. There will never be Mephisto, alright? <laughs> I know that there are there are multiple people who like they, they will die on the hill of Mephisto. But I, I don't I don't Hydroman. Think... What? Hydroman. Hydro Okay, Hydroman. I like, okay if we get Hydro man in this film, I want Kite-Man in the next Batman movie. Kite-Man! Hell yeah! (laughs) Kite-Man was was the best part of the Harley Quinn uh, show, just saying, hell yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so
1: there's uh, there's a lot that we're kind of hoping for out of this movie, and so far, Marvel's had a pretty solid track record. They have, they have, yep. Um... I don't want to jinx anything. And kinda of going back to your your uh comment about the you know, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield uh thing, you know, being uh nowhere nearby. I mean Disney and their their properties, you know, Marvel Lucasfilm have had a I mean they 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 pulled a heckin' bamboozle on everybody in the last episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, Yeah,
0: well, I mean, like, nobody knew that was going on. Well, I mean, heck, even even the Infinity War uh, and Endgame, they purposely edited the trailer to change up scenes that some of them were never actually in the film to keep fans surprised. So would it surprise me if they pulled one over on us on this film? Absolutely not. Marvel and Disney at this point know what they're doing in, in, in getting fans hyped, but not, you know, putting all their cards on the table, as it were.
1: Yeah, and th- so, uh, there's a lot, there's, you know, several places that we can go with this. I- I'm hopeful for the new movie. Absolutely. Um, yes. You know, there's been rumor going on that uh, Sony and, and Disney are brokering another deal to actually get Venom into I, the yes. MCU. MP- Spider-Man movie.
0: I, too, have um, heard that. I'm going but, to, you know... Go ahead, go ahead, actually.
1: But, you know, there, there's nothing confirmed yet, and until we can get an official confirmation, whether that's, you know, a press release statement or simply them him showing up in a movie, we can't... It's all speculation at this point. Oh, absolutely. All we can go off of right now is the fact that we will have Spider-Man Yep. We will have Doc Ock as played by Alfred Molina and we will have green goblin. Those are the three Some green goblin. We haven't seen Willem Dafoe on screen. Correct. But we know those three elements for sure. And that's, that's, that's it. Like that's all we can say. We know for sure about this movie. We can speculate all we want to.
0: Now I'm going to put a uh, quick little image up on screen here. We're talking about, you know, fan expectations versus reality. Um, I'll also send you this image, Ian, uh, this is what the fans are expecting. This is probably not what we're going to be getting, though. Um, it, I, and I, I do agree with you, Ian. I think that as fans, we do need to kind of temper our expectations a little bit. Um, if, if the third Spider-Man movie is anything to go off of based off the first two, it's still going to be a fun movie. It's still going to be, you know, it's it's classic MCU stuff. Um, but I don't think, even if... If we don't see the other spider man are people going to be disappointed? Yes. But I still think, in my opinion, the rest of the film is going to kind of counterbalance that. I mean, with it being a multiverse Spider-Man film, we are going to get some, some like, fun little clever nods. I mean, look at what they did with Loki. I mean, the Thanos copter was in that. Marvel knows what to put in there to appease their fans and kind of give them like, hey, we haven't forgotten you know the stuff that makes us who we are.
1: So because would... they know they know that all of us sitting there, all of us fanboys sitting there watching these shows, are basically looking like the DiCaprio sitting on the couch meme.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep, exactly. Yeah, pointing at you know pointing at the at the TV while we're watching it, going, "Oh my God, they did the thing! They did the thing! Or they yep. they did the thing! They did the thing!" So, I, I mean, they're. And it's, it's interesting because I was having a conversation with some friend of friends of mine earlier this week and they were, uh, they were both telling me, you know, they're, they're just over like the superhero yeah, thing right now. Like they're just over, they're done with like the superhero craze. They they were, some, one of them was done with it like eight years ago <laughs> oh, and they wow. were making the argument, they were making the argument um, earlier this week that, you know, it, it's, it, at this point it is daunting to try to get into the MCU. Like, you can't just jump into it. You have to make a commitment to catch up. Yeah.
0: Now, even if you start off, like, in, you know, like, Phase 3, as an example, there's still so much stuff that happened beforehand that, like, could you still watch it? Yes. But there's a lot of stuff like, okay, well, who is this character? Why are these two characters fighting? You know, who is this guy? that You'll miss a lot of that. And I mean, you can kind of piece it together as you go, but you do you do really lose it'd be like starting a book in the middle and trying to piece it together from there you can kind of get the gist of it but you don't get the the groundwork of it
1: yeah and well, I, you know, I can see that I, I can i can totally appreciate that argument uh, you know I, I kind of my rebuttal to that though was uh, essentially like okay well do you watch tv series every season you know do you watch do you watch different tv shows every you know every uh Every new season that comes out. Well, yes. Then, you know, what? what is the difference between starting at the beginning of the MCU and, you know, watching a movie that every point. weekend versus yeah. watching, you know, you, you watch one MCU movie every weekend versus, you know, watching one episode of The Bachelor every week right. or something along those lines. A little bit longer. I mean, lo- longer, but I mean, we're in the era where people will just like binge an entire TV show in a day right. because they can. So, you know, I understand the argument, like the, you know, the argument that that the superhero thing is, 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 uh, it's passes prime. Fine. I, I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You're allowed, you're allowed your opinion. This yeah. is a very opinionated show. Yes, we are. I'm not, I'm not going to fault you on that. Yeah. I still enjoy it. I still get a kicks out of it. My kids still enjoy it. They yep. still love the movies, the shows, uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep feeding my fandom so long as they keep making good, uh, adaptations and films and TV shows and, and whatnot and yeah. so forth. Um, I'll keep consuming that media because well, when it's, it's... I'm a millennial. That is what I do. I sit on the couch, complain about boomers and watch,
0: you know, piss away my life. Well, I mean, it's kind of, you and I have said this multiple times on the show, you know, don't, don't poo poo on the things that other people like. Just let yeah. let people enjoy their thing. You know, if I want to spend you know hundreds of hours of my life watching the Marvel films, which I recently did, I I went back and I've started watching them in chronological order thanks to Disney Plus, which we are not sponsored by but would love to be. Uh, I've you know they have the chronological listing on there, so you can watch them in order from timeline. I watching them that way gives you a different perspective on on things. Um which was fun, but like I've went back and I I rewatched all of them within the last couple months. Um yeah. and you know, it was fun. Like even the ones like, you know, okay, Thor 2, a lot of people didn't really care for Thor 2. But what happened to that was still important to the overall story of, you know, up to the Thanos fight. Um you know, Iron Man uh, 3, you know, that had a lot of stuff going on about it, but it was still a fun film, you know. Um Yeah. I mean, it's all of these are even leading into future things. Like just just speaking to MCU films, I mean, we've got the new Spider Man coming soon. We've got Shang Chi coming out, which the first couple trailers, Shang Chi is a character that I knew nothing about. I didn't even know that that was a character when they announced it. I'm like, okay, well, I'll I'll look into it. I'm like, okay, it's it's like a like a kung fu action thing. I'm like, well, you know, I kind of like Iron Fist. He's not one of my you know top characters, but I thought it's. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll you know I'll look into this Shang Chi thing and see what it is after this last trailer i'm like okay i want to see this movie this looks good it's it's different than anything else we've seen in the mcu up to this point point. and honestly i'm excited for that i want to see it you know they're they fing fang foom okay like if i like they've shown that dragon in in the trailer and they said okay the dragon is not fing fang foom i want fing fang foom though give give me my space dragon
1: yeah, I mean, it's a dragon, but, you know, they, they've they got the whole Ten Rings thing, and they're, they're Mokloons, you know. Yep. It, it's obviously a Mokloon, so it's technically a space dragon. Yeah. Uh, it's just not It's not, not, the, not the space dragon I space, want. <laughs> right, it's, it, it's not the space dragon you want, it's the space dragon you need. <laughs> he's not the space dragon the city
0: deserves, he's the one we got or something. I don't remember the Batman quote, alright? <laughs> he's not yeah yeah Anyway, yeah but uh but no it's it's you know now that we we kind of talked about you know why we like these things and fans tempering their expectations let's go into full-on speculation territory what we would love to see in spider-man i mean obviously andrew garfield and uh toby mcguire that's easily number one thing i want to see in that movie apart from that they've already given they've already given us the number two thing which is doc Ock.
1: And Mm -hmm. then, obviously, a rendition of Green Goblin. We've been waiting for that character because, I mean, again, we started the episode. Those are two iconic, probably the most iconic (laughs) Spider-Man rogues in in his rogues gallery. So, I mean, we're getting we're getting some version of these, so
0: that we don't have to speculate there.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, I would love to see them. Okay, Um, I'd love to see like. Again, we're going into full on like dream territory here. I would love to see Venom in this. Because Tom Hardy has said repeatedly, I would love to work with Tom Holland on Spider Man. I would love to see him work with Tom Holland on Spider Man. <laughs> well, if he's not in this,
1: then hopefully the whole Disney working out a thing to get Tom Holland or uh, the Tom Hart- or Hardy's Venom into the MCU will, will pan out.
0: Let's hope. Um, let's hope. Yeah,
1: let's hope there. And again, we don't know what the next Venom movie is going to hold in it either. Maybe it's actually even going to be a be a, a other way crossover where they will have Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the Sony. Well, universe.
0: and that 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 is a that is a a fan theory that's going around. Is that this multiverse, apart from being an homage to the Spider-Verse movie, is also what Sony and Marvel have been working on In the backgrounds of sharing that character Both ways giving him Either giving him the ability to traverse The multiverse Or opening up the multiverse so that they are All connected yeah. Which, that, I mean, that, that's a pipe dream I mean, but Like Morbius, Morbius has confirmed From that trailer that Spider-Man Exists in the same universe as Morbius Which, correct me if I'm wrong But they've said that Morbius is the same universe As Venom I believe so. So, by roundabout logic, Spider-Man exists in the world of Venom. Yep. So, now, we now were talking about... Now, that Spider-Man, though, looks to be uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, though. Which, technically, is a direct Sony thing. So, does that mean that, you know, that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man exists in that universe? And if we get him in No Way Home... Does that mean that that is bridging? The, I mean, again, we're going into full-on like you know, dream you know, nerdgasm territory here. But who knows? Like that's the thing with the multiverse is it's they can literally go all right, multiverse. Let's pull a Spider-Man that's a duck, and they could do it. Let's pull Venom. They could technically do it with a multiverse. <laughs> Will they? True. Eh? True. Yeah
1: you know we're 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 talking about you know the 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 pie in the sky stuff the things that the fan that we want want to see i i myself would actually love uh to see uh ghost spider or spider gwen yep i would love to have her in there i think it would probably be too much who who would you cast i don't know i thought um Oh crap! Now I can't remember her name. That's, Emma that's, Stone. That's I thought the Emma theme Stone tonight. did a
0: really good. I thought Emma Stone did a really good Gwen Stacy. Yes, I, I was going to uh, say Emma Stone. I would love to see her because I mean, obviously she she's a little bit older than Tom uh, Tom Holland, so it would be nice to see you know another character come in who's you know been doing the Spider thing longer. Yeah. You know, but you know, I lest we forget that in uh, the first you know uh, Spider Man Homecoming. We see a character played by, you know, the one and only Childish Gambino himself, who, that character, is Miles Morales's uncle. And he even mentions in that movie that he has a nephew who is Miles Morales. So Miles, canonically, does exist in the MCU. Now, I don't think that they're going to go the route and, you know, bring in Miles in this film and, you know, get rid of, of Tom Holland. I don't think it's going to happen. But at least the groundwork has been set for... I mean, Tom Holland, he's still, he's still a young guy. So very young guy. Yeah. So I imagine he can be playing Spider-Man for quite a while. But they at least have already set the groundwork. And that's one thing that Marvel has always done phenomenally well in their films, is laying groundwork. Even things that you don't think are important now. And, you know, seven, eight movies have a huge payoff. They have done a phenomenal job of that throughout the MCU.
1: Yeah, I would concur with that statement. Um yeah, again, yeah, there there's I'd love to see uh Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Um I mean, I'll just, Ghost Spider is just kind of weird to say. Um, right. Well, I mean, well, me, so. I think like canonically
0: isn't that what she's known as now?
1: <laughs> yes, that's yeah. what that's what her character is known as now. Her original comics were known like her original appearance comics were known as Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen, yeah. Well, technically her original appearance was in the, you know, the the spider into the Spider Verse comic hmm. comics where she got pulled in, but then she spun off and got her own series yep. that was titled Spider Gwen. But now she is Ghost Spider. Yep. Um, I thought those comics were fantastic. I thought it was a, it was a, it was an amazing take on the character, or on a a character. It gave it, breath, it really. I mean, it breathed new life into Gwen Stacy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she, I,
0: she'd been dead since, like, ever. the 70s. Yeah, she had been dead. Like, she, she was one of the few characters that stayed dead, and stayed dead for a long time. And that, that was so central to to that Peter Parker and his character development in those comics was that the whole thing with Gwen Stacy dying. And he, he lived with that guilt of, you know... Was she dead when Green Goblin threw her down? Did he snap her snap her neck by throwing out the web? You know, yeah. He never knew.
1: Yeah, and uh, and I mean, in the comics at least, you know, Spider Gwen is uh, she's got a very similar, you know, kind of origin arc. Mm -hmm. She was best friends with Peter. She was the one that was bitten by the spider. Peter always felt. I think he knew. Um, but he always, you know, he still was always bullied and felt inferior. And so he's the one who developed the lizards, the lizard serum and became the first lizard and wound up, you know, dying in his fight with Spider-Win and she was blamed for his death Yep. because he had reverted back from his lizard form. Um, and she was there. And so they blamed her for the death of of Peter Parker. Um, and so she had to live with that, um, because she blamed herself because, Peter basically was jealous yeah. of of her abilities and so she blamed herself and that was a central component of her character. Oh yeah, very much so. Um so you know there's uh there's a lot. I mean it would it'd be kind of fun if we got to see the Punisher. See, well okay my, my, I my mean, alter- admittedly he first appeared in I believe he first appeared in Spider Man.
0: Did he? Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure his first appearance like, was Spider-Man. Let me let me look that up. See, while you're doing that, my my ultimate like, if if Marvel showed up on my doorstep and said we can do one thing for this, I would tell them, bring me Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I would love to, because of the multiverse, have this because like Deadpool and Spider-Man, like they they have they have one of the greatest bromances, because they're both like very similar characters. Um, yeah, in the sense of, of how they how they interact with everybody around them, is they're very. I mean, Deadpool's obviously Spider Man turned up to eleven as far as you know his quips and how he interacts with people. But like, I would love to see you know even if it's just like a post credit scene of like you see multiversal portals closing if they happen to solve all this, and you see Deadpool walk by one and goes, "Hey guys, I'm," <laughs> and the portal closes. <laughs> I would yeah. love I would love nothing more than that. Uh, even that small thing, I would, I would, I, like be like weeping tears of joy at that point. Uh, right. But so, uh, well, I say well, uh, while I'm thinking about it, real quick, one other Marvel film that's coming out that I don't know if this will influence uh, Spider-Man at all: Eternals. I just because ha- I'm true. like I knew there was one more we were missing. Um, true. Which we'll do an episode um, on Eternals, I imagine, because I have I have theories on that. But right. anyway, Punisher's first appearance. So- Punisher's first appearance, I was correct. It is
1: The Amazing Spider-Man number 129. Okay. Uh, I believe, actually, Timothy, dear Timothy, that we have replica copies of this comic book because we were given them in our Wizard World grab bags when we went to Chicago one year. I oh, still ooh. have it around here somewhere. Ooh, it's probably
0: in my, my crate com- Crato comics.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I have it. But yes, he was originally, he originally appeared in Spider-Man number 129. It was the first appearance of the Punisher. There we go. Um, so, so that, and then... Okay, so, if the Punisher showed up, who would you want to be playing him?
0: Again, it's the night of not remembering names. Uh, the guy who played him in the uh, TV show. Uh, oh, crap. Again, like, we are horrible nerds tonight because we can't remember anybody's name. Uh, John Burntall. Yes, either him or or Tom Jane, because we need more. Yeah, we, we've got we've got like twelve Chris's. We need some Toms in here now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we've yeah. got Tom Holland, I mean, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy. <laughs> we need some more Toms. We got to round out the Toms with the Chris's. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, well.
1: So. Um... We could do that, or they could go the completely off the wall and have Dolph Lundgren reprise. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Dolph Lundgren <laughs> as, as an old Punisher. Punisher! Oh my, I would actually be down for that. <laughs> I would be down for Dolph doing that.
1: I would too. Oh my god. I absolutely
0: would. would that amazing. would be fantastic to me. I mean, and there's um, also, I mean, if we're talking about stuff like this, there's also rumors that uh, Matt Murdock, Daredevil is going to be in this only as Peter's lawyer though, because in the comics after spider man's uh, identity was revealed during the Civil War, the first civil war in the comics Matt Murdoch was his attorney true yep, so it would be you know a nice homage to Peter's identity gets revealed and who shows up at Daredevil right and i I want I want the uh, the Netflix Daredevil. I that's him, that guy whose name also escapes me. Um, There,
1: there is rumor that uh, that or that uh, Marvel is going to be re or I don't know if continuing or rebooting that um, that Daredevil series, and it will star that original Daredevil or that actor.
0: I I know that it is heavily rumored that they are getting they are securing everything they need to put it on Disney (coughs) Plus. Yeah, I mean they're already
1: kind of getting a hold of a lot of those things. I mean Netflix's license and everything else is is run out. I think yep. for uh, for those shows. Um, so I mean a lot of that stuff's getting pulled uh, pulled right now anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean Punisher would be fun. I, it's that one's a very it, it's a fun thing, but it's a very mm. unlikely. I think it's probably as. Unlikely as Deadpool. Yeah. Admittedly. I mean, don't ruin I mean, this for me. <laughs> but let's admit, though, Deadpool technically is part of the MCU now. Yes. Because yes, he is. He did. Because uh, Ryan Reynolds appeared yep. as Deadpool in a commercial with Korg. Yep. The Korg from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who was voiced by Taika Watiti, yep. who directed. Uh, Free directed Guy. for uh, well, he's well, directed, he directed yeah, Free Guy, yeah. and He also directed Thor, um, Ragnarok, and is directing the next one, Thor. What is it, Blood and Thunder? Blood and Thunder, which
0: I am excited for. I I I know that one soul ways off. I can't wait for a trailer for that one.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, and then Taika Waititi also directed Free Guy. Yep. So and uh, he's such an off the wall character, oh, yes, yes. Uh, person, but he's so fun. Um, you know, directed several episodes of The Mandalorian. Yep. Uh, well, so, so okay, just... so so
0: fun fact. I know we we had talked talked you know twenty episodes ago now about uh, we had mentioned redemption for actors and you know and of course I had to bring up Green Lantern and Ryan Reynolds. Plank was in that with Ryan Reynolds, so they both went from being characters in a Green Lantern film to <laughs> characters in the MCU. Successful characters True. in the MCU, mind you. I mean, granted, I mean yes, Deadpool is air quotes here, canon now. Um, I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds just took all the Deadpool suits home. I'm pretty sure he did, because they even did a thing, uh, a thing on, for Free Guy, because Ryan Reynolds plays another character in Free Guy, whose name, whose character's name is, uh, I can't even remember character's name now. Dude, I think. Because, like, he plays Guy, who's the main character, but then he plays another character who, it's that same guy, but super buff, and also played by Ryan Reynolds, They did a, like, it was a quote-unquote behind-the-scenes thing where the running joke was that Ryan Reynolds really did beef up that much for the role. And, like, you see him, and it's, it's obviously it's a body double with Ryan Reynolds' face on it, but you see him pick up the Deadpool suit and he's, like, holding it up to this massive, like, makes John Cena look small type body. Which I had to look up to see if John Cena was the body double for him. Um, it's not as far as I know, but you see him like holding up the Deadpool suit and he goes, yeah, the Deadpool suit doesn't fit anymore, but was it worth it? Uh, I mean, yeah, look at, look at these gains, you know, and he, <laughs> but, uh, so I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds just took the suits home, whether they wanted them to or not.
1: <laughs> I think he actually has openly said that he did, he did like make off with at least one of the suits. Yep. Um, uh, I, I imagine that makes for an
0: interesting night with him and Blake Lively. Alright, well, I need to log off now, because I need to do some research. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean... He's it's, talking it's... About, He's talking about Ryan Reynolds wearing
1: just the Deadpool mask.
0: Yeah. No, 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 the mask stays on. But no, I mean, it's... it's, it's no Way Home is definitely... I mean, to kind of round it back out here, No Way Home is definitely going to be a MCU film unlike anything we've seen up to this point. Which, is, in my opinion, is going to be a good thing, because it's... We're into, you know, we're into Phase 4 now, or 5 or 8, I don't even know at this point. I think it's 4. I think it's Phase 4. Phase 4. Yeah, I think it's 4. Um, I mean, and up to this point, Phases 1 through 3, we're building up, you know, Thanos and the, the Infinity Gauntlet Saga and all of that stuff. It, it, it seems like now, at least at the get-go here, the multiverse and alternate versions of characters, variants, if you will, if you've seen our Loki episode... Are all going to play at least in the beginning here, pretty pretty heavily. I see you glaring at me, Ian. That's a She's shameless. A that's uh, that's a shameless plug, is what that is. But I think at least in the the beginning of, of phase four here, the multiverse is going to play very heavily into how things get set up from here going forward. I mean, it's it's a pretty yeah. pretty obvious thing to say, but you know it's where we are. Yeah, no,
1: I would I would concur. Um... So there's there's a lot going on. Uh, there's going to be a lot going on. Absolutely. Not uh, only not only in, not only in uh, Spider-Man the next Spider-Man movie, but uh, in the MCU in general, uh, there's a lot going on right yeah. now. Uh, and they're just kind of laying the groundwork. Like they're just laying the foundation for this for this phase of the MCU. Yep. Uh, so uh, I think we're we're going to be in for a ride absolutely um, you no know, we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see a lot happen uh in, in this universe you know uh the universe is being turned on its head we're gonna see uh you know we're gonna see universes get conquered uh so <laughs> you know there's a there's a long there's gonna be a long road ahead, and I think it's gonna be a fun one. Oh, absolutely! If they can pull, if they can pull this movie off correctly, the same way that they pulled off Loki. Oh yeah. If not better, then we're in for a
0: wild ride. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be worth. It's gonna be worth it. I mean, even if this film is horrible, which I don't think it will be, Marvel has a, a pretty solid track record at this point. Even if the movie doesn't meet our expectations, I still think it's going to be an enjoyable film and it's going to be great to finally get all this multiversal stuff that we've been seeing in their shows tying more into the movies. Which, I mean, again, the, 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 the shows and the movies are all connected. But it's going to be nice to, to see that once again on the big screen laying the groundwork. And with the shows as kind of a supplemental thing, I, 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 this is a good time to be a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan.
1: Yep, I would concur. Well, uh, I think that's going to do us right around a time. Uh, That's a good send off uh, from Sarah Timothy. Uh, So um, with that, we thank you for joining us tonight on this, uh, you know, uh, spin around the uh, (laughs) Spider-Verse as you know, as we're swinging from topic to topic.
0: I'm kind of sad we didn't have more more uh, spider related puns throughout the show.
1: I mean we just kind of got stuck in a web of different things going on here it was we we'd get you know we'd get stuck on from topic to topic uh you know it was almost like we were just wrapped up in it you're um... <laughs> you're trying too
0: hard now i'm sorry
1: man. uh I, I yeah i am i am trying too hard anyway uh thank you for joining us uh you can uh catch us on all of your favorite social media and uh well at least the major social media and uh uh, podcast hosting sites. You can find us on uh, anchor.fm. That is our hosting platform. Uh, thank you, Anchor. Uh, mm-hmm. They have all, We are also available on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, five or six other places. Uh, find us on social media at non nerd on Twitter and uh, facebook.com slash non sequitur nerds. We're there. Yes, we are. We're everywhere. Because we're in the multiverse. all right now that we're done with our level of stupidity for the evening we hope that you all have a wonderful night and uh yeah i think we'll catch you later all
0: right have a good night everybody all right bye bye